Okay, and welcome back to Fast Show Performance, and I'm Tim Davies. There's a reason I'm doing another podcast so soon after the one I did yesterday, and the reason is I've had an email from a guy looking for some help, and I could drop this in. I probably will drop this into the uh, Fast Show Performance um, timeline on Facebook, but it's kind of better if I read it to you, really. I'm not going to go too much into his email. It's a really long email, and you're probably really bored. Um, I will skip through bits of it because I think it's important that I get you some context here. I think on Facebook, I'm not going to put a lot of his email in there because, as I said, it's quite long. Um, it's a couple of A4 size, really. It's um, it's interesting. It's very similar to what I see a lot of the millennial generations. This guy's 20. Uh, I see a lot of um, guys writing and girls as well writing to me with this kind of narrative. So I thought I'd put this out really as a podcast. It kind of allows us to have that discussion um, it's probably easier for a lot of you to absorb this information in this kind of form when you're driving, when you're on the train, whatever it might be, and you probably won't want to read something so lengthy on Facebook. All right, um, I'm just going to really just do this straight out. Uh, what I'm actually asking as well, if you get the chance, if you can just review on Facebook or the podcast and just whack up some stars or something there, because I need to, when I leave the military soon, I need to try and get some kind of employment. I talk about that in here, in fact. Strangely enough. Okay, so let's put some context on this. Um, the young guy's written to me. He's 20 years old. That is young. I'm not going to say it's old. It's not. It's young. He's got a lot of time to figure out what he wants to do in life. But of course, if you do want to join the military, and he does want to join the military, he's actually only got about five or six years. Only five or six years, which incidentally is a quarter to a third of his life right now. So he's got a lot of time, as I said. What's happened, though, he's gone through some... Um, let's say academic issues where maybe he was going, he's done badly in his A-levels. He's gone then and done a BTEC level three in engineering, uh, which gives him kind of the equivalent then of about three A-levels. And he's gone and done some courses with the Air Force through the Air Cadets, qualified aerospace instructors course, allows him to teach aerospace stuff, a bit of gliding, a lot of voluntary work this guy's doing, but he can't find a job. So he's got a bit of a self-esteem issue here. I'll just start off at the beginning of his email, really. I'll just pick out some key, uh, some key quotes. Uh, he's just asking really nicely for some simply, uh, well, just a request for some advice and maybe another perspective on his situation, which is a really nice way of setting this out. He's actually started off by saying, Dear Squadron Leader Davies, I get so many people <laughs> write to me in a different way. I'm not fussy about that. But the way this guy's written... I am surprised he's not got a job already. So what am I looking for? I'm looking for some hidden message in this. And I think I found it. I think it comes about self-esteem. When you're that young and you're knocked back so many times, I think there is a, it's, it's hard to get out of that pit. I've seen it a lot with guys in flying training. So he's basically starts off with saying, I know you're busy because I am busy, by the way. And he's saying, I really thank you for the time just to even read this email and if you can possibly reply i know you're really busy i'm not expecting anything but thank you so much and that's a really nice way by the way if you want to get the attention of someone it's just acknowledging the fact they're busy which is great of course so he's 20 years old he's unemployed he's a civilian instructor within the air cadet organization um and which is great of course and uh he does a lot with some groups in his area um, such as voluntary work um which is good, of course, uh, and we like that. So the key is that he wants to be a pilot. That's the key, and he wants to go on a service country, so that's obviously in the military capacity. He feels that there's 
barriers towards that kind of entry for him. And he's done a, a real kind of SWOT analysis and he's got some solutions and everything else. And he doesn't think what he's done is enough. He's got, doesn't think he can achieve. He's got these issues going on. And that's why we're talking about it here. So he's, the email he's got is a very clinical email. He's laid it all out. The font is lovely. The way he's set it out, he's numbered it well. He's, he's got, he needs to tick some boxes. He says education, experience, character. That's what he decided at the age of 10 and 11 that he needed to do in order to become a pilot in the Air Force. This is quite inspired insight, which is why I'm thinking, why don't you have a job, buddy? Let's have a think about this. So he'd worked out a plan for himself. And he's got his history down here. It's an impressive history. Uh, of course, he's um, he withdrew himself from a degree course he didn't particularly want to do. That's before he actually started. But he managed to rectify the issue with his uh, A-levels. He then grew out the end of their training course. So um, he got too old to be in. And he's not been able to get any employment. So what he's doing uh, is volunteering a lot with local action groups and volunteering back with their training corps. And he's applying for the RF VR branch at the end of the month which is the volunteer reserves which is great so and he wants to apply for the regular royal air force so what he's done he's written me some questions i'm sorry my computer might beep throughout this it's just because i'm running a program behind it i do apologize for that so he feels he's a bit in uh no man's land with this he feels the need that he has to get some employment he has to get some flying training he cannot complete his glider training he wants to go to osc it's all this kind of stuff there's a lot going on with him so i've written him uh, an answer to his questions. I'm going to read that to you now. So, warrior, that's how we start these things because he is a warrior if he's written to me asking for some advice because the advice I give him, he may not like. Okay, warrior, thanks for your email. I'm here to help. So let's get to it and I'll start off by answering your questions. And then we'll move on to some further advice. Question one that he's asked me. You experienced hardship when applying for the RAF and the Royal Navy with similar motivations to myself. How did you cope with this? And how did you motivate yourself to stay positive? So my reply to that is, when we are young, we don't always think that things have a result which will be equal to our actions. We think that some things we win and some we lose. So for me, I just thought that some guys get to fly military aircraft and some don't. It was only many years later that I realized that what we do every day has a direct result on our future. So in short, I didn't think about it that much. I thought that I was just a bit unlucky or that it was my poor grades that were letting me down. Now, when I failed at the Admiralty Interview Board or AIB for the Royal Navy, I just went and did what they told me to do to improve the next time, which was to do some team sports and show some leadership potential and try and improve my self-esteem. So I just did that. Now, at the moment... The FJP community, the Fast Jet Performance community online, are talking about positivity on Facebook. So find Fast Jet Performance on Facebook and get involved. I want to see your name in the comments of my posts. You've got to be in it to win it. His second question to me is, if you were in my position, what would you do? My reply is, I would make yourself so good that you cannot be ignored by the military. Basically, look at what the essence of a military officer is. For the RAF, the ethos is respect, integrity, service, and excellence. And for the Royal Navy, it is based on inclusive leadership, teamwork, morale, humility, and honesty. These principles complement the core values of commitment, courage, discipline, respect for others, integrity, and loyalty. 
Incidentally, the British Army has courage, discipline, respect for others, integrity, loyalty and selfless commitment. Note that they are all quite similar for a reason. Because to be in the military, you must display these principles. They are at the core of all public service. Now, you have demonstrated some of these already with your work with ATC and sacrificing your own time to help others with your voluntary work, which is excellent of you, by the way. You need to be able to highlight areas of your life where you can demonstrate potential that encompasses these traits. All serving members of the military will have these principles at their core and they firmly believe in them as they know that this is the only way to work as a team, especially when the chance of death is high. Officers on the other hand, not only hold these principles, but have to demonstrate and encourage them on a daily basis. You must do the same. His third question then, and this is his last question. He says, from an external perspective, what would you recommend doing? Which is slightly different, isn't it? My reply is, okay, join my program that I'm running called the Year of the Awesome Warrior, where each month I will lead you through a different event that is designed to help you understand who you are and how you can improve yourself incrementally so that you embrace the traits of a military combat pilot. January is about positivity. February is about lead turning your day. March is about finding your sanctuary so that you can get some rest when needed. These are all terms used in air combat and have a true warrior pedigree. This will improve you significantly and it's all being taught for free by a 20-year veteran Royal Navy and Royal Air Force fast jet flying instructor. That's me. Also, I would get a job as this would help your self-esteem hugely. Now, I read in your email that you have tried hard to find a job and nobody is hiring. You mentioned that this might be because you can't drive or afford lessons yet. I am thinking that your approach might be off here a little and I'm looking to recalibrate it. The email you wrote me was lengthy, so lengthy that I haven't republished it on the site. But when I read it, I couldn't believe that you couldn't find a job with the history you have yes you have had a few knocks academically and I doubt you'd get onto the Goldman Sachs graduate program just yet but plenty of your generation in fact half of them don't have degrees either I suggest you look to intern at a company now I worked for Asda pushing trolleys for a month with no pay when I was looking for a job and worked at a factory making women's perfume in a poorly paid role overnight Now, someone from Asda eventually came out and asked me what I was doing. And I said that I really wanted a job with them as I respected the brand so much and was happy to work for free until I got one. Now, they gave me a job the same day. I worked for Asda for the next two years on and off and went from trolleys to the deli counter and eventually packed all the produce on the meat counter. I then went and bought a small yellow mini for £350, which was the car I drove to Dartmouth in after passing the AIB with my story about how I now played rugby for Portsmouth, was leading people in a local charity and had improved my self-esteem through hard work and sacrifice by getting a job after pushing trolleys for free at a local supermarket. Now, I am 43 this year, and when I leave the RF in June, I'm going to look to intern for a professional speaker. Hell, I'll even pay them if I have to. I respect what they have and recognize that I need to learn. I'm not asking to be employed by them. I'm asking to contribute and learn. So build your foundation slowly. Forget about the get rich quick, get a job in your 20s, and just look to gain some experience any way you can. You are 90% of the way there, and you do have an impressive history. Here's what I would do. Offer to intern for a local company in the hope that you'll get a job at the end. You probably will. Go to OSC, 
which is the Officer Aircrew Selection Centre at RF Cranwell, as you said you were going to, and drive yourself towards a commission. You need to start to believe in yourself. Read everything I have ever written on FJP because it will help you, especially some of the YouTube films. Now, your six-month gap will not matter. If I had a whole year gap, in fact. You just need to be able to justify it. And I just end it by saying, you know, let me know how you get on. And if you want to send me a CV, I will look through it for you. I can do that. All right. So that's really it. That's what I've written back to this guy. I will try and drop it on the um, on the site too if it's beneficial to people. I think these are helpful. I think people do like to get a bit of advice. And of course, by repurposing these, what I'm trying to do is help everyone else out. So really, this is only a quick one. It's going to be, what, 15 minutes max on this podcast, something like to listen to maybe on your train journey, whatever it might be. If you do have an email, send it to me, tim at fastshipperformance.com. I'll go through it for you. If I can answer it like this, I will. I never publish names or anything. Don't worry about that. It's not about that. And I leave all this sensitive information out as well. So don't worry about that too much. But I do like to repurpose these kind of things for other people. If you do appreciate the information I'm giving you and you are part of Positive January and you're wearing your band, I hope you're doing really well. Um, I would stay with it. I'm going to put out some podcasts and some videos next week where we talk about that positivity and we drive ourselves towards the end of January because February is going to be a really cool one as well uh, where we're looking to lead turn our life, which is another combat term. We'll get the fighting sticks out. We're going to start doing some air combat with sticks. It's going to be cray cray. I'm not too sure what that means, but I heard a millennial say it in the office today. Uh, so hopefully it's um, going to be pretty cool and you're going to be able to learn something from that. And then we'll just carry on working towards our um, our year, our year's goal, which is going to be great. If you get a chance, guys, to uh, whack some ratings up there or some reviews, you know, that just helps me a lot because I'm going to have to get a job in June. And I must admit, I'm kind of a bit, I don't know what to do. Great. I really appreciate all your time. I really appreciate just the emails that people write to me saying, thank you, you've helped me out, or just, hey, Tim, how are you doing? I just want to talk to you about something, whatever it might be. So if you want to send me an email, by all means, do that. Twitter, Tim Davies underscore UK. Same, that's the same one for Insta. LinkedIn is Tim C. Davies. Uh, just find me on LinkedIn and link in with me. That's always a good thing. Obviously, the main site as well. All right, guys, thanks so much. Really appreciate your time. Tim Davies, Fast Ship Performance. Performance. 